0: let's talk about failing. I've come to embrace failure in a way that I wish I did in years past because here's the thing. If you're failing here and there as you go, it means you're out there doing stuff and trying new things and learning along the way. If you tend to beat yourself up when something doesn't work or you're super self-conscious about it and worry about what other people will think or say, or you stop trying the thing that you were working towards, lean in here because I used to do all of that and it's so much better on the other side. I think the first thing we do is own it and make it known. It's the only way to not keep thinking about it or worrying if people will realize. Listen, people are more concerned about what they're doing anyway. Take full ownership of it, say it out loud, and move on. It's not who you are. It doesn't mean you should stop because now you have the lesson that you didn't have before. We're talking about so many healthy strategies when it comes to failing today, like learning fast from it and flip the script. It's not a setback. It's a set up for a comeback. Know that your attitude about it is actually everything and how to position gratitude into this whole thing. We're talking all things failing and getting back up today. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking all about failing, which might not sound exciting and motivating, but I promise you it is so exciting and so motivating because we will all fail. We will all fail, especially if you are in a phase of taking on big risks and having big goals and trying new things, we are going to fail. And I think that the way we deal with failure, think about failure, react to failure, completely determines the path. It determines the next steps. It determines if, if we stop something that was important to us. Um, it determines how we talk to ourselves, think about ourselves our self-confidence, all of it. So this whole episode is all about failure and failing. I've shared a couple times on this podcast, but I wanted to mention it again at the top here. Um, When I owned my company, Million Dollar Tan, and I had a pretty big team, we had a nice big office, um, if I failed or when I failed, I learned that the most powerful thing I could ever do is to own it hey guys, I thought that it was going to be a great use of resources for us to do this huge trend show at this department store brand and bring all our resources and videotape it and have this thing and have me speak and prepare and give away free gifts. And listen, it didn't work. It cost us 10 grand and we all used our energy and our resources and we worked the weekend and we're exhausted. And I don't think it was worth it. And to be able to say out loud what everybody else was thinking just takes the fire out of it, right? Rather than having everybody kind of whisper in the office or question, you know, my leadership or my ability to make sharp decisions, it kind of just like, it was like, oh, okay. Well, that's what, it just like, you own it, you think about it, you talk about it, you learn from it, and we're going to get into all those strategies. And then you move on. By having a failure that you try to like keep in the dark. It makes it so much harder to move on from, especially if you're trying to make it so other people don't find out about it or you worry about what other people could think or could judge you, or you're just trying to keep it a secret. I'm telling you, it is so freeing to open it up. Listen, this is what it is because who cares? People are worried so much more about their own stuff. You know, like it's just by getting it out there, it's like, okay, cool. Well, she owned it. So, like, what are we going to say now? Like, there's nothing left to talk about. We learn from it and we move on. One other thing that's really interesting about doing this podcast, and the funny thing when I'm out or with friends and someone will say, oh, yeah, Lindsay has this podcast called How to Be Awesome at Everything. I quickly am like, just so you know, it's not saying that I am awesome at everything. I'm just on a journey to try to be awesome at things that I think are really important and worthwhile. And kind of the whole basis behind the podcast is learning from failures and growing from failures. And I sometimes also people will that I'll meet out like friends of friends or people that just kind of like see me out and know me from the podcast that I that I don't know. Um, they'll say, "Oh my gosh, you know something so like so generous and so so giving that I you know inspire them in some way or." Um, you know it's incredible that I can do this many things, something to that effect. And I'm not saying it boastfully because I'm telling you real quick what my response is: is Oh, but just so you know, I fail a lot. Like if they say, "Well, how do you run a nonprofit and you know present with your kids and and do the podcast and have these courses?" Or like, "How do you manage that?" I'm like, I I I'm willing to try. I believe that I can do anything. I really believe that with enough hard work and learning, I'm just I'm not afraid to try, and I fail all the time in little ways and big ways but the thing is i just keep getting back up cuz that's one really big thing and i know it might sound like a little bit cliche but like the failure is not in the falling down the failure is in the staying down so i tell i tell myself like fall forward like fail forward use each failure as a stepping stone to the next it's just a matter of getting back up and that's what i tell myself listen it's not a fail, failure. failure because I'm not the same person. Even if I made a mistake an hour ago, now I'm sitting here talking to you 1 hour later, I'm not the same person because I didn't have that lesson and I didn't have that that perspective. I didn't I didn't have that experience. So now I've learned from it. I've learned from that failure. And it could be something as small as like saying the wrong thing. Like sometimes I'll say the wrong thing to one of my kids and I'll be like, "God, like that 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 seemed like the perfect thing, the right thing in the moment to say." In this situation. But then, after I said it and it panned out, it was completely the wrong thing to say. Like, I couldn't have handled that situation any worse, actually. Okay. But now, rather than beating myself up, I'll actually, like, even call my husband. I'll be like, and usually he'll be like, I could have told you that. That was the wrong thing to say. I'm like, listen, I'm just telling you because I want to get it out there. I want to, like, say it out loud so that I don't keep feeling bad about it. Like, you know, especially like things like this and raising kids, especially as they get older. Um, it's hard to know the right thing to do and the right thing to say and the right reaction or whatever. And even with the best intentions, you can do the absolute wrong thing. So oftentimes, this is one of the ways that I feel like I fail in little ways all the time. But the way I move on from it is I, I say it out loud either to myself or I apologize to my kid or I'll say it to my husband or if I'm talking to a friend, whatever. I just like I make it known. That way, it doesn't feel like this thing I'm ashamed of. It's kind of like, I'm human. I know I have good intentions. I'm trying my best. I did the worst thing possible. Like I said, the worst thing in that moment, it didn't go great. but Now we move on. And now also by talking it out by either with yourself or someone else, it helps you learn the lesson so you don't do it again. Or sometimes like in my morning or nighttime journaling, I'll like jot it down. Because you know how sometimes if you like actually write things pen to paper, you remember them more. Because that's one of the keys to this whole thing is just don't keep doing the same failure. Like, make sure you're actually learning the lesson. So I find that either by writing it down and journaling it or saying out loud to somebody else, it's like, okay, lesson learned. I'm not going to do that exact same thing again. I'm just not. And we move on, right? Because you can't – the whole thing about fails is – they've already happened. If you beat yourself up for 6 months about it, it doesn't change it. Like it doesn't reverse time. So, here we are, you know? And I think so much goes, like especially if it's some something like this example, it goes so far, especially with your kids, to say you're sorry and just just I don't make and that's one thing about failures. No excuses, man. It's like I think Winners don't need excuses. We just don't. So when I'm saying an apology, I will sometimes, you know, explain the situation, but I am very careful, especially with my kids because I know they're listening and watching everything to not make excuses because I won't say like, you know, I had a really long day at work and so this and this and this, but I will give them context if I feel like it's needed. But most of the time I think simple is great. Like I didn't realize my response was insensitive and I'm so sorry. I never want to make you feel like that. The end. Like, that's so much better because then I'm not teaching her that, you know, that I'm not teaching her to apologize with an excuse, right? Well, I had a really bad day and I'm tired and I didn't sleep well, so sorry. Like, no. It's just like, my intention wasn't to hurt your feelings and I'm so sorry. I didn't, I never want to make you feel like that. That type of apology. Okay. So to our list own it and face reality. As far as fails go, like that's top of the list. No excuses, own it, face what it is. Next, learn fast. Failures are like the world's way of telling us like we need to step it up, like learn from it and extract the lessons, embrace the suck and move on. I think I did a podcast about embracing the suck. Like I love the concept so much of like, this sucks. Or like, you know how a really hard workout just like sucks, but is also kind of awesome? Like Embrace the suck and move on. One of my favorite strategies when it comes to failures is to flip the script. Like I said in the introduction, I really feel like thinking of our failures, not as a setback, but a setup for a comeback. And it's kind of like using it as fuel. It's kind of like using it as fuel. Picture the fire burning inside of you and use the fail as fuel for that fire burning inside you. It's kind of like reinvesting your pain. Like the pain of failure can be reinvested into your next move. Like Let it be the fuel for your determination to like come back stronger especially if it's something that you're starting out, like starting a business or starting a new workout or starting a new healthy eating plan, starting an Etsy business, um, starting, starting anything really, right? Rather than seeing it as like, I'm not cut out for this. I had a mini failure. I'm not cut out for it. No, 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 no. Use it as fuel to come back stronger. And this is like, if you listen to anything in this podcast, I think this might be the key Adjust the strategy. Don't adjust your goal. Like these big goals that we spent so much time thinking about and planning out, don't make a failure. I see this so much in the women I mentor because it's so easy to do. When we have a failure, we think, ah, wrong goal. No, no, no. It's not wrong goal. It's wrong strategy go back and adjust your strategy. Your goal is non-negotiable. We do not adjust our goals. Once we set the goal, that is like burn the ship, burn the boat. We're not adjusting the goal, but our strategy might need a rethink, right? So, be flexible in your approach and your strategies, but do not be flexible in the pursuit of your goal. I think that is actually key. And then when we're thinking back on the failure, I think we need to like audit it. Like what happened? Like Did we really give it our all? Did we not think the thing through? Like, whatever it is, think back on it. So, we really kind of audit the situation and extract the lesson. So, before you move on, make sure you're extracting it, right? And then we have to be able to have patience with ourselves to understand that even if we have these big goals, we have to have patience. And, you know, it's so interesting because when you see, really successful people online or in interviews or on podcasts, you you kind of get the overview. You don't see the, you know, years that it took. Some people two years, some people 10 years of like failing and getting back up and readjusting the strategy and embracing the suck. We just have to have patience in the micro, patience in the moment and understand that like sometimes we just need to readjust the strategy and then get back up. Sometimes it's a matter of, matter of like hustling more, you know? Maybe it's like I need to work harder. Maybe it's something that we need to learn, like I need to learn a skill set before I do that again. Maybe it's I need more downtime. I need more I need more sleep so I can be more patient so I don't have this sort of fail. Whatever it is. Embrace what reinvest the pain. Reinvest your pain to come back stronger and figure out What happened? Next, I think that it's so important to double down on what we're best at because oftentimes our failures sort of highlight our weaknesses, right? Where no one is going to be great at everything. So I think that it's really important to figure out is like, what are you great great at? And lean into that. And if there are other things that you're really not great at or you're not interested in, Figure out a way to be more efficient with it. Maybe you have someone help you with that, or you get a freelancer, or you get someone in high school or college who's who's willing to do great work and try hard and won't be an expensive add-on for you. Maybe you need to restructure restructure what you're thinking. I think that a lot of times we keep doing the same things that were we keep doing the same routine. Whereas when we have these failures, I think it's the, a wonderful chance to to learn and be like, okay what needs adjusting like what am i doing that's not working what am i not enjoying what's not worth my time because like again failure is not the end it's like if you stay down it's the end and i think that a failure can also like i said it could be you know you're set up for a comeback it's like getting ready for your next big win like to just come out and like kill it the next time that's why i love taking a small fail and being like, I got this. Like I almost kind of weirdly like them because it's like, now I have the lesson. Now I have the perspective and I kind of have that fuel. Like, okay, I'll take the loss. I'll take the L, but that's, I'm okay with it because there's a big W coming. Like this loss is going to seem so small compared to the win that you are about to, that you're about to like knock out of the park. We just got to keep getting back up. That's the whole thing. Instead of like grieving over the failures it's like gratitude, man. And gratitude can sound so cliche, but when I do my morning and nighttime journaling, there's always like a little component of gratitude in there. And I love it more so in the morning. In my As part of my 2.0 method and calendars, there's a morning part. I have a morning and an evening journaling. It's like between like two and five minutes. It's very short on purpose. And it's like three things I'm grateful for. And I love it because sometimes it's so, it's like the tiniest little things. Sometimes it's the biggest things. And sometimes I put my failures on there because like, I'm grateful for the lesson, right? And I'm grateful for the fuel that it gives me like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got me this time. But I'm gonna come out so much bigger that it's just gonna like blow it the hell out of the water. And that's exactly how I want you to frame it, you know? It's like a gift if you have the right mindset about it. And that's the whole key to this whole thing, is our attitude about the fail is everything. Like that's what will actually define your success, how you Ha- your attitude about failure, ha- your ability to get back up, your ability to own it, to say it out loud, to learn the lesson, to not to not allow it to have you question your goals. Again, we question the strategy, never the goals because our goals are non-negotiable. Non-negoti- but sometimes we need to adjust the plan, right? It's kind of like, you know, if you're in a sailboat and you, you know, end up sailing 50 miles in the wrong direction, it's like, all right, well, that wasn't ideal. We just need to adjust the sails, but then keep sailing, you know? Our attitude about all of this is it determines, it determines everything because it would be so easy to have one fail and be like, well... Etsy shop is just not, it's just not for me. Like it just, it's just not for me. It didn't work. I tried it. It's like, no, you just didn't try it long enough. One of my favorite things, my favorite three words ever probably are just keep going. Because I think that's really the answer to most struggles that we have. If you think back on different hard times you've had or fails or struggles, it's like, usually if you just embrace the suck, you come out of it. So really it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of, you know, buckling down and getting through it because then you come out of it, right? And you'll crush it next time. I just think that if you can structure your mind and kind of do all these different strategies around your failures, your the way you look at failures will just completely be different. You'll react to them differently, you'll label them differently, and you won't allow your failures to become what you think of yourself. because are you kidding me? I fail so often if I allowed if I allowed that to be how I defined myself, like I made a meal I mean like just for an example of one thing that you know I failed out in the last week. I spent like over two hours making the meal, not even counting the time at the grocery store and the this and then this and I made this like full meal. And everybody hated it. Like not even, not even ate dinner and, you know, wasn't like, didn't love it. It's like, took one tiny little bite and was like, not for me, like everybody. And I was like, oh, perfect. Two hours of my time to me is so valuable. Like I, I know the value of my time and what I can get done in the amount of time. And I was like, well, that was a huge failure. And now I'm exhausted and my kitchen is destroyed. Fantastic. Okay. What did I learn? And I ask everyone, I'm like, you got, rather than being – and I'm telling you, in years past, I would have gotten maybe upset or just been quiet or just whatever. But now I'm like, all right, guys, that was a fail. Well, what did you not like about it? Do you not like tomato sauce? Like what will you This – what is this? Uh, you know, so because it's not like I don't go like, oh, my God, everyone hates my cooking. I'm a terrible cook. My kids are going to grow up thinking they didn't like mom's meals. How is this possible? My mom was great at cooking. How am I not great at cooking? I don't want them to think that that they didn't like the food growing up. Like no, 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 no. Stop all that mind craziness. Just own the fail, right? Learn to smile about it and know this is just one meal. It will be fine. Now, and I can't believe it because I really pride myself on cooking yummy, healthy foods, but it doesn't always land. And so I'll say, okay this time mom failed. I thought I made a meal that everyone would love and nobody loved it. So, what do you guys not like? Teach me the lesson. And then it kind of not only do I learn the lesson, I it helps in so many ways because it doesn't ruin my night. I don't go upstairs frustrated and like angry at them or blaming them. It's like it's not their fault they didn't like it. Fine. But maybe I didn't know. Maybe I didn't know enough about like who likes what sauce what does this not? So then that way I'm not setting myself up to do it again. And I'm not making this big, again, attitude is everything when it comes to failing. I'm not making this big overarching statement about like me as a mother and making meals and comparing myself to my mother and what will my children remember? It's like, no, 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 this was one meal and one night. Let's, first of all, let's own it. No excuses. Take it out in the open. Even laugh at yourself. Like, well, How lovely. I could have got a wonderful yoga session in, all these things I could have done. It's fine, little people. You tell me what you didn't like about it so that way I don't make this mistake again, right? You guys tell me. What do you want? What do you want tomorrow? And then we learn from it. And also, the side benefit is I'm showing my kids that even though something that would have made me really upset in the past, it's kind of like I'm able to say, I failed and I'm okay with it. Like, let it go. Let's learn the lesson and let's move on because it's so hard if you beat yourself up. And think about all the experiences and moments you're missing in those times that you're beating yourself up. Like I've been there so many times for so many years, like a simple thing like this would kind of like hurt my ego for cooking for a week or longer. It's like, Oh my God, no one likes my meals. No one likes it. What's wrong with me? How come I just can't follow a recipe that everyone likes? Why didn't I ask them ahead of time? Like all these things we go through in our head and you could insert whatever example applies the most in your life. But rather than doing that, like, how freeing is it? I taught my kids that failure is okay. I taught my kids a healthy way to deal with it. And I learned the lesson and I just moved on. And I'm like, all right, you guys, what are we doing? How about we do breakfast for dinner? That takes me five minutes. How about we do cereal and a protein? Like what's easy? What do you guys actually want? Rather than, rather than being mad at them or being mad at myself, it's like, well, here we are. I can't change it. I can't reverse the two hours when I started cooking. And even before that, when I went to the grocery store, you can't change it. So all you can do is control your attitude about it and how much do you learn the lesson? How much do you embrace the gratitude and the lesson? And how much do you learn that lesson as fuel? Like even in this tiny example, I can use that as fuel and I can be like, you guys, listen, this was a fail. This meal did not work, but you're going to be wowed by the meals that I come up with next, right? Like I'm going to knock it out of the park because I want you guys to love I want you to love the meals. I want you to have seconds. I want you to feel nice and full. I want you to have things that feel yummy to you. Like, that's really important to me. So, I'm going to knock it out of the park. You just wait. And I want you guys to help me. If you know what you really like, like, let's do it together. Right. Even in the smallest example, I always think I'm going to take this fail and I'm going to knock it out of the park, whatever it is. Like, thank you for this micro fail because it's giving me. That like fire, like turning that sort of pain or that like regret of the decision or regret of the the fail and turning it into fuel, fuel towards your win. Again, we have to have patience and we have to understand this is a journey. And when we are fixing our failures, we just have to have patience in the moment. Like we just have to learn from the mistakes, knowing that it's only a fail if you stay down and you just have to flip the script. Know that you can't change what happened so you can either embrace it and tackle it in the healthiest way or you can let it take you down. I'm telling you, but that's the biggest bummer, right? It's the biggest bummer if you don't do all these things because then it affects your self-confidence and you label yourself as someone like, "I'm I'm a bad cook. I'm just a bad cook or I'm bad at starting a business. I'm bad. I'm going to stop it. Uh, Two people listen to my podcast. And when I put out the first two episodes, I'm just going to stop. It was a fail. It's fine. No, like, no. The answer is just keep going. Learn the lesson, like really learn it, write it down, say it out loud, tell someone and shift your attitude about the failure. I'm telling you fails can be some of our greatest gifts. I'm not exaggerating. I think it can be like such a, such a doorway into changing your strategy or changing your thinking or changing your approach, whatever it is. Like, it's how we learn. It's a lesson. Like, thank you, universe, for this lesson. Like, I would have loved if I could have learned it without this pain. And some failures are more painful than other failures. Like, for example, if you lose a lot of time or a lot of money to learn a lesson, that's going to sting a lot harder than a bad dinner, like, for sure. But it's all the same it's all the same in the, in in the way that like let's really learn that lesson let's make sure we don't make the same mistake and man let's sh- shift our perspective gratitude for the lesson and listen gratitude because it gives us so much more like wisdom and perspective so that we can like crush it in life and really like live to our full potential in so many ways because we've gathered up all these lessons from all these micro failures so we can sit, like, really stay laser focused on our goal, never negotiate the goal, but keep adjusting the strategies along the way. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this podcast made you completely think differently about when you have fails in life, whether they're small or big, the way that you approach them and the way that you use them for fuel, for growth in all areas of life. Thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the how to be awesome at everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to how to at everything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's cloud until next time go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.